For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Eleven to one. Monday motivation. Motivation. On LMFM. Be honest, how many of you groaned this morning as the alarm went off? Another week working in a job that you don't like. Another week where you are overworked, perhaps stressed and unfulfilled by your career. So many of us are working jobs that we don't like, but very few of us do anything about it. My next guest worked in the corporate world for over 25 years, from consultancy with a planning company to credit control. But she always felt she wanted to help people. She wanted to be a life coach. That was her passion. Yet she she constantly talked herself out of the possibility that her life could change and be very different. She didn't believe in herself enough. But finally, after too many years working at a job that left her unfulfilled, she took the plunge, left that, set up her own coaching company. It's called Your Ability and she wants to help you find and follow your passion. I'm delighted to welcome Angela Cox. She's founder of Your Ability, transformational coaching, and she's with us for Monday Motivation. How are we doing, Angela? Hello, Sinead. How are you? I am great. And you are so welcome to, to 11 to 1. Thank you so much for joining us. But t- first, tell us a little bit about yourself, because you are from the Ukraine originally. What brought you here to Ireland? Very true, yes. Um, do you know, um, it's, a, it's funny you ask that question. Um, I was always looking outwards in terms of traveling, in terms of visiting countries and places. So like everybody else, you'd be looking, scrolling online, looking at things. And um, at the time, Ireland, it was 20 odd years ago, Ireland was in a Celtic tiger Mm -hmm. stage. And um, jobs were advertised here and there. And, you know, um, lower of Sinead O'Connor and Chris de Borg, I said, gosh, I'd love to go there and see (laughs) myself. (laughs) See for myself and try and see what it's like. Now, I was scared. I was definitely scared, but, um, uh, you know, if you don't try, you never know. And I actually took that leap of faith and that's how I came to Ireland. And you call this place home. Absolutely. Now, you experienced coaching yourself firsthand. You had your own coaching session about 20 years ago. What uh, made you kind of uh, decide to go for coaching yourself? Was it just kind of for career direction or life direction in general? You know, in your 20s, probably many will relate. We're all looking for ways, don't we? Mm. We're all looking for ways. um, Who am I? Why am I here? And I mean, for some people earlier, for some later, I suppose maybe it's it's early. It was early enough for me. I just, I had those questions and mostly I was interested. Why am I doing things the way way I'm doing things? Is there other way? You know, that, that that was my kind of a trigger to say, like, okay, is it is it written in the book? Is it that's the way it's given to me by my family? Is, it, is there other ways? And is it acceptable? All those. And, you know, when we're trying to grow and become, become our own people, because we're out of family at that age, 
We learn to be our own person and uh, that's what actually prompted me to, to go and get coaching. And a great way to, to, to do it because you do need that sort of impartial person to, to give you that guidance. And was it, it was through this really that you kind of thought, hang on a minute, I'm really enjoying this. I'm really getting a lot from this and I feel I could do this someday. Yeah, it's it was uh, the process was unreal. It was unreal to be honest with you because um coaching is uh, quite interesting. It's not like counseling or therapy at all. It's it's basically the questions you asked. All you need to do is just be honest. Mm. And be honest not for somebody else, not for the coach that's sitting in the front of you. Be honest with yourself. And through that coaching I said to myself, "Wow, I'm unique." I am an individual that nobody, there is not one another person like me in this world, even though I'm related to my mommy, daddy and the rest, you know, my family, but we're all unique. And that kind of, I learned to trust my gut. I learned to, to realize my potential and that sparked, that ignited, sparking me to say, wow, this is so empowering that. I would really, would really love to, 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 to begin even to imagine would I be able to do it myself for others? That's, what, that's how, how it was for me. And, and you as well as that and as well as realising that you were always that person and I think there's one of these people in every sort of group of friends you were always that person that friends go to all the time for you know various uh, challenges they might have help you, you were always that person in your group. That's very true. Yes, yes. People would always, you know, you you have a group of friends for chit chat or whatever. And funny, uh, when I began my career working and everything, I noticed my fellow um, uh, workers, like uh, the the people I worked with, would turn to me. Not necessarily women. Like I had mm. a couple of great guys friends that would come even to my house for a cup of tea and, you know, discuss and say, "What do you think about this?" Like, and I I realized that they actually sharing something very personal. I, I would sit back and say, wow, that is quite, uh, you know, it, it, it's responsibility mm-hmm. in one sense. And in the other sense, I, I felt humbled and honoured. And it was just like a friendly chit chat. But that spark that was ignited with me like many years ago, like in my 20s, it was always coming back to me and say, I wonder. You know, that kind of thing. Yes, could I do this? The universe giving you a sign kind of thing. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, you worked away, as I mentioned there in the intro, in a variety of different roles uh, for 25 years. Can you describe your life before you decided to change? You were very overworked. There was a lot of stress going on. You were feeling very unfulfilled. To be honest, uh, the jobs I had, my my Irish career was... Uh, phenomenal like I've I've had jobs in consultancies in big multinational companies it was uh, ranging from um, a consultant in a planning um, office for Mm -hmm. example and uh, administrative roles and stuff but I I was I loved what I did it's the fact that I found myself commuting a lot in the last couple of years I found myself commuting it would take me probably three and a half to four hours in a bad day a day per day just for for a commute and in those long commutes again the question will you know pop up in my head to say does it have to be like this it's it's always going to be like this isn't it that's what you'd say to yourself isn't it oh yeah all the time yeah yeah yeah. the the long commute from me to Dublin and stuff and then Yes, I felt uh, almost at the crossroads. I found, mis- found myself almost at the crossroads, driving every day to say, "Okay, I'm I'm loving my job. I I, I don't mind what I do, but what is next?" 
Mm. That that was the question kind of really kind of um, stuck with me. And was there, because some people describe kind of this light bulb moment or was it a series of things like you're describing to me there that led to you going, do you know what? I need to follow my heart here. I need to actually make that change. And that's when you kind of started to study the life coaching. Um, yes, um, life bulb moment was again uh, about 20 years, 20 odd years ago or even more when I had my first initial coaching engagement. That was the brightest light I've had. And I realized, funny you said it, the light bulb moment. One day I was driving to work, commuting as, as usual and mm. even driving that an hour and a half drive every morning it would make you tired already and I was writing up figures in my head things to do that day and you know list of things to do now I'm going to do ABC and this and that bills to pay and I realized am I getting paid to give up my dream and these very words I, I, I actually can envisage the junction I was on the end too <laughs> when these very words stuck in my head oh my god I am getting paid at the minute just to pay my bills and to give up my dream. So the light bulb moment, I realized that the light I ignited in me in my 20s, I was deeming it. All these years, I was trying to deem that light and just a safe and secure position and secure job and not to kind of, you know. Go for it, yeah. And, go and, for it. Yeah, and it's it's so weird that you can pinpoint that absolute moment as well. So you decided to go on this journey towards coaching. That began in 2006. You decided to go back into education. How did it feel knowing then that you were on the path towards what you always wanted? I was quite excited. I was very excited. I said to myself, okay, um, I feel I want to do it. I want to do it so bad that I, I, I would be drawn to make every effort to, to make it happen. So in order to make it happen, like you, you can't be sitting wishing for millions and not buy a lottery ticket. Mm. So I, I just went and I said, okay, I'll study. I'll get every tool possible. I'll, get ex- I'll be an expert in the field. I'll be so good. Um, and then we'll take it from there. And I studied. And as I was studying, I was just kind of growing with my self-belief, if you know what I mean, that I, I, I'd want to do it so bad. So that kind of gave me hope and gave me encouragement. Yeah, because you mentioned self-belief and I know this is something that we chatted about uh, prior prior to today's chat, but this was something you lacked belief in yourself, something that an awful lot of people have, you know, this idea of, oh, I couldn't do that now. Oh, you know, there's, you know, so much to consider and maybe I might not be good enough. All these things that kind of creep into our internal dialogue. This was going on with you as well. It was, yes. You see, I was never really sort of quiet person. I, I was okay. I was outspoken enough. I was, um, I wasn't afraid to share my opinion. Mm. But um, you see, people who is highly driven achievers, who goes for corporate careers, who who tries to, to strive their best and do their job as best as they can. It's very easily misunderstood and missed that confidence is not everything. I was always confident person, but I didn't. I was lacking self-belief. That little step, little one little link that would get me from just being a part of, of, of a bigger system to go alone. And I don't mean necessarily that everybody should leave their job, mm. and go, go self-employed, not at all. But sometimes we just keep ourselves small because we just miss that little link 
of believing in ourselves enough to grow bigger. I love that. And and how did you, was it sort of through the kind of studying and the coaching and, and doing the freelance work that it kind of all started to click together? Or how did you get over that hurdle of, of, of lacking self-belief? Um, well, you see, it's, it's... I suppose it's, it's a loaded question. It's, it's a lot. Of, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, yeah it's, it's, a, it's a journey. Self-belief yeah. is a journey. And... Um, as I started to, to grow within me, within the, the studying and everything, I realized, hang on a minute, something is still missing. I studied to be a coach in 2007, just say, okay. Mm. That was followed by my NLP. And you see, it, felt, it still felt, oh, geez, I have everything. Yes, I have yet another diploma. Oh, no, I need to study another little bit. I need to learn another little piece. And that is a very, very distinct um, science that self-belief is not there. Okay. You don't need to study anything. You don't need to be anybody else. You're as good as you are. You're good to go, but I, I didn't have it. And it took another lot of coaching sessions and uh, realizations and light bulb moments like the one I had on AN2 to say, look, you have everything within you. You just have to make that step. And that's what I did. And this is what you're doing for so many other people because you decided to take the very brave step, take the plunge and go, right, I've done my freelance. I've done all my my education. This is happening. I'm going to branch out now on my own and do this. And that's where your ability coaching came from. How did that feel? That must have felt incredible. It felt scary. <laughs> it felt very scary from the beginning, of course, because uh, I started the business and uh, shortly after we found ourselves in the middle of pandemic, yeah. which felt another kind of unsettling kind. It, it almost feels like, oh, well, that's it. Universe, give me the sign. That's not meant to be. You know, we all find the negative little traits and negative little thoughts that want to keep us small and safe. And then I said, hang on a minute. I am a coach. I'm going to tell people about self-confidence. What word, what, what value can I give to people if, I, if I'm sitting here hiding, being afraid, keeping myself small, it's not going to do any good. So that's how I said, no, I'm going to step up and I'm going to do it anyway. I am afraid, but I'm going to do it anyway. And that's how I went about and uh, I never looked back, as they say. Yeah, and you reached out to us because you wanted to get the word out there. I have seen the great feedback that you have gotten from clients on your your LinkedIn. A lot of happy people there uh, that have gone to, to sessions with yourself. Yes, yes, I, I've got a few testimonials and... Uh, some people uh, feel compelled to write something. Some people just share it with me verbally. And coaching is, is, is incredible. It's, it's literally a safe space for somebody to share their views and balance their ideas. You know, mm-hmm. somebody who is trained to listen to you and not just to listen and let you speak, but to ask you questions that will empower you and get all the, draw all the goodness out of you so you can step up, step up your game and stop being afraid or whatever it is in your way so you could see clearly and achieve what you want to achieve. Yeah, and that's that's it. And it's and as you said, it's the it's your job as well to kind of ask those questions that we don't really want to face, which is really important as well. And that's kind of where Very coaching co- comes from. But, you know, for anybody listening in who has that little voice that says, no, you can't do this. No, you're not going to be good enough. What would you like these people to know? 
oh, I'd love them to know so much. You see, our confidence fluctuates, okay? Our confidence, our self-belief, our good, still good factor. One day you get up and you feel great. The other day you get up in the morning and you just don't feel great. I want to know, first and foremost, I want people to remind themselves because nothing I know that they don't know. We all know it. We just need to be reminded now and then. We always have a choice. When we get up in the morning and we don't feel so good about ourselves, about the pandemic, about something happened in our life, just slow down for a second, breathe and say, I still have a choice. I have a choice to feel about myself different today. Yes, I have this problem. I have this um, uh, turmoil or I have this rot I stuck in, but I can choose to, to do different I can do better today than I did yesterday. For the days like this, dark days, I always say to people, look, three simple things. Mm. Notice, notice. Okay, I'm noticing. I'm not feeling great today. That's the light bulb on its own. Once you notice, you're empowering yourself to change it. So you notice, you challenge yourself. Is that true? Is it so bad? And if it is so bad, what can I do about it? What can I do to change it? So we notice, we challenge, and then we replace. If the mind that keeps telling you that you're not good enough, that you're not going to do it anyway, why are you keep going on a diet? You're going to fail anyway. Why do you keep applying for jobs? You know, it's pandemic. You're not going to get it anyway. It's your mind. It tells you stuff, but you don't have to listen. You say, okay, thank you. (laughs) <laughs> and you keep going about your day and you you've once you've acknowledged it you're actually empowering yourself to say it's my mind i am in control what to listen what to, what to do and what not to do and you go about your day you will begin to notice shifts you will begin to notice being empowered rather than disempowered by listening to that mind that is a, f- a fantastic three tips to take on board for people. If people want to get in touch with you, if they want to have coaching sessions, I know you're doing this online and you're very much available for people. How can we get in touch with you, Angela? Um, my website is on the construction at the moment. Yep. So the website is really to, to find out more about me and uh, to see what, what this is all about. But I'm quite available on LinkedIn and other social media platforms like yep. Facebook and Instagram. You can find me there too, which is Angela Cox or yourability.ie. Um, I suppose people can send email. Yeah, that's the best thing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Yourability. Seven at gmail.com. Angela, it has been fantastic speaking to you today. Thank you so much for sharing your story and for giving us that much needed Monday motivation. Thanks a million. Thank you, Sinead. Thank Thank you you very much. Angela Cox there. Fantastic. If you want more information, yourability.7 at gmail.com. I'll keep her email here. If anyone wants it, uh, you can get in touch with us. You'll also find her across social media channels as well.